At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. It's the morning DNA, <laughs> and uh, I am Aaron Dyson, the man of a single black shirt. She is Dutton says Ordinay Hughes, the woman of a million distractions. And we're here to find out what September 20th, 2021 sorry, what day is, is made of. I'm sorry, are we, what is it? September 20th? Really? Where does the time fly? No, I literally, just yesterday, Good literally God. looked at my wife and was like, wait, is it really September 19th? Insane. Like, how did it get to September 19th? How do we get to 2021? <laughs> what even well, is time? Well, that's a broader question that we're all question dealing with. today. What even is time? Yes. Uh, replacing all of, of the DNA in you today, we're going to talk about the concept of time, space, and the meaning of life, um, okay. which we kind of do every single week. All right. Let's uh, jump into it. Here's my my opinion on all mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go for I it. Don't Go for know. it. <laughs> <laughs> Be good to each other. Don't judge each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Find a way mm-hmm. to love somebody, even if you don't have something in common with them. Don't doesn't mean you have to be obligated to be with them or go on their journey with them. But find a way to find love in your heart. This is dangerous. These are dangerous words you're speaking. What do you mean they're dangerous Today. words? Love is dangerous. It is uh, it, love people are scared of it. People have to give up their power to love. Messy. Mm-hmm. It's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh. Uh, confusing oh yeah yeah i highly recommend it (laughs) it's true there's nothing better than community (laughs) and having people around it's the best um and that comes from an introvert uh it is good to have you with us on comes from someone who hates people wait no (laughs) being around people (laughs) there you go there is a distinction um Uh, thanks everybody for joining us for our morning monday and and thanks again for hanging with me last week what a difficult decision that was. I made the wrong call. So apologies to if you feel like you need one. Um, but I'm just gonna throw this out here anyway. I should have just said I cannot do this show today. Yeah. I I I thought I could like you know, so I like to push through stuff. Um mm-hmm. and, oh, and yes you do. <laughs> <laughs> and like, you know, just shut down the thing inside of me that says like you know, you need to rest or you're going too far or, you know, you're in pain and you should not do this. Yeah. I like to just shut that down and be like, no, I'm, I can do whatever. Um, and I can, and I did, but I was just in a, I was, it was a difficult thing to push past the pain and engage in the show. And I should have just been like, Hey, I need a couple of days. Let's try to scoot this to Wednesday or something. So, yeah. And I was kind of cut out of my role as protector because you didn't even tell me till we were on the air. Like I had no clue what was going on. Yeah. yeah, That's another problem I have is just being like showing up and being like, I'm fine. Okay. I I am not okay. (laughs) Yeah. I think I've told the story of you trying to crawl to the microphone, uh, before uh, when we had a show to do. (laughs) But that is part of my role is stopping you and saying, no, you are so ill. You can't even walk, you know, upright like this is a sign the sign that you have to crawl is probably a sign you shouldn't be doing a show right now <laughs> yeah, so, yeah yeah it happens. But it's a, i mean yeah it's okay every every once in a while you know you're just gonna hit the but anyways i'm sorry uh that i was not in my normal no apology needed mental space last week yeah um but i'm really excited to be here today and to see all of my twitch family here and the youtube family here and the twitter family here mm-hmm. and all of that so it's um it's it's fun to i don't know i love our show and i love our space and today i'm going to talk to you about this book of fortunes that i have that's right oh oh i no it's fine it's fine in in this up there i have a silver hi i'm a danae the million um (laughs) 
I have this silver fortune cookie. It's like, mm-hmm. and then you're supposed to open it and then you put these inside and you leave them for someone. So I'm going to start doing this for Iris. Oh, nice. Yeah. And they, and there's this book where you can tear out all these little, oh, it's okay. got this like perforation. And That's so a neat you, little idea. It's like, you know, personalized fortune cookie kind of thing where, yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna, I like that better than fortune cookies. <laughs> yeah. Right. And there is a space in the back for, for your own, that you can write your own fortunes on there. Love it. Love so it. So when she's older, I'm going to be like, do your chores. <laughs> Wait, you may be missing the heart of this. Like this is an encouragement thing. Do my laundry. <laughs> you want Could money? You please, for the love of everything that is holy, <laughs> shut a freaking door. Shut the door. Uh, yeah. Not that uh, that's been one for me at all. Yeah. Or still yeah. is when I walk up into the living room and the front door is somehow wide open and it's like, you are a junior in high school. Shut the door. Aker says tearing perforations is so relaxing to me. Mm-hmm. So yeah. for me, I get a little stressed on perforations. Did you rip it? Yeah. Yeah. But now I really want to try to make it like Zen. Today uh, is, is the very, day. I think for some people, it's kind of that oddly satisfying, you know, meme kind of thing. Perforation. Yeah. Because sometimes they really fail on those, you know. Guys, we're going to discuss the most important things today on the show perforations in time <laughs> the concept wow, if you've got perforations in time then we're really dealing with some fun sci-fi stuff at that point yeah like the idea that time is like that there's the, the multiverse are we going to go mm-hmm. into like the what if zone yeah yeah where yeah. time is a prism yeah but it sounds like he says prison in the introduction <laughs> of that show and i both. can't get over it like both. time is a prison it's both it's a it's a prism you just say prison and a prison it can be both it can both be things both. can be true. Both things can be true. Um, yeah. I'm at work. Shh, guys, okay. no one tell I'm Polly. Polly's at work. Shh, shh, uh, shh. Oopsie. Oopsie. Uh, okay. Um, we need to standardize perforation platforms. I, I agree with you on that. See, this is the thing about the perforations, too, is sometimes they're real thick mm-hmm. and they look like a stamp. And I like them when they're super sneaky. Yeah. Yeah. I remember and see, and I don't, I also don't like it because here I am guys got podcast people. I'm so sorry. Um, I'm here. I am at the end of it. Right. <laughs> sorry. I did that on purpose. Oh, <laughs> they ripped it. Aww. Oh, my hey, that's the first time you've ever ripped one on the air. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, God, that's... what, what, what are you laughing? I don't understand what, a lame... what, what I was what a... talking about paper. What I'm a just... lame joke. That no one mature would ever laugh at. Oh, well, I'm glad you're much better this week. I'm glad you're feeling good. I'm glad that everybody's here hanging out with us. We are so excited to to hang out every Monday with you guys and chat. Um, This is your show and our show together. And we bring you conversations. You bring us conversations. Um, But we're we're ready to get into it. You ready to shoot a dough, Danae? All right, uh, so we're gonna do the D-N-A-N-U, a D topic, an A topic, and a U topic. Uh, D stands for Danae, A stands for Aaron. <laughs> U stands for? You! You. Uh, um, so, if you yeah. do have a question uh, early in the show, you can pop it into the chat, just put a big U in front of it so that we can visually identify it when we get to the U questions portion. However, if the chat is hopping, and again, we have multiple platforms hanging out with us today, so mm-hmm. you might not see all the chat that's going on. Like, for example, my Twitch viewers might not see the uh, YouTube viewers and vice versa. So if the, if the chat is hopping, we will actually, by the time we get to that portion, sometimes they're gone. So you can save your questions for the question section if you would like to as well. Yeah, for instance, you may not have seen uh, JCD say, Aaron, that goatee is nice. And then oh, Nick followed no. it up with, oh, it's no. not a goatee, JCD. It's a full question mark beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're getting burned, sir. Love it. Love it. Uh, did I tell you what I'm doing? Did I tell you I'm going to shave like every 15 pounds I lose? So like I'm going to let it grow until I lose like 15 pounds and then I'll shave it. And then it'll kind of be my like visual like motivation to friends. keep losing weight. Friends. So this is going to be fun. Friends, something you might not know about Aaron that I actually really love. Okay. This is not me teasing you. I really love this. It could be both. This. Both things can be true. I guess that's true. You but can I'm tease not... me about it and love it about me. That, that no, is... no, no, no. I, 
I, I don't think I'm teasing. I okay. genuinely, right. but I, I do have like a little bit of a snarky smirk going on right now. And I recognize that anyway, <laughs> one of the things that Aaron does is he creates these mental games mm-hmm. of, of things to do progress. to keep himself occupied with progress and, and interested yeah. and motivated. And so yeah. each time that you engage Aaron with this, uh, goals for weight loss or goals for eating or goals for whatever i don't think it's just weight loss but specifically you you always come up with a new thing to sort of try out to excite you and incentivize you to stay engaged in the weight loss process yeah yeah Yeah. and i i never know what it's gonna be and now (laughs) (laughs) and there's nothing wrong with it but now it's shaving your beard now how or your goatee, depending on who you're talking to. How <laughs> is that a motivational thing? I know, we're, listen, we're supposed to be in the show. We're not in the show. We're going back to this. We're going back. How is that motivation for you? So for me, motivation is like uh, mental checkpoints, right? So you set yourself mental checkpoints that are easier to attain than I want to lose 150 pounds. Okay, well, see you when we get there five years from now, if you stay motivated. Uh, so I have to set mental checkpoints, right? Okay. So for me, um, 15 pounds is a really nice number of like, that is accomplishable. I can see that, you know, right there. And then it allows me just like a, a little bit of fun. So like, there's a visual element to it where, you know, I know, like when I shave, like people who know this will be like, hey, congratulations on like the, you know, the next 15 pounds. Oh, no. and, oh God. And, no, no, not you, Danae. Oh, no, I God. don't expect you, you know. to notice anything. God, Aaron, no, I, no I, I love you. I care about you. We're friends. Please do not expect me to be Im- nope, immediately like you. activated. Okay, okay, okay. Wasn't talking about you. Uh, God, I also- love, no, 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 no. Get yourself a friend who doesn't <laughs> find like some kind, like is not offended that by your own shortcomings. I recognize I have shortcomings. I am I'm a very selfish person and, and I will forget this that very important thing to Aaron and if if he shaves I'm going to be like cool and it won't it won't register that's 15 pounds and that I should say something about that. And get you your, don't have to. Get yourself a friend who's not going to be offended by that. I just appreciate a friendship. Cool. I don't feel I don't feel like uh stressed about it. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't have to be. Around. Nobody does. Nobody, Nobody has Nobody does. That's not an expectation from anybody. I just mean for some people that are not like Danae, that, you know, like, you know, to notice those things and say things or whatever. That um, also wasn't a slam people. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, so, yeah. So, anyhow, it just seemed like a fun little way to gamify the process. And so, yeah. Uh, every I like this comment from Lolly. It must be so weird to be able to grow a thing that hides part of your face. Right? It's such a strange <laughs> thing. I mean, you can't grow eyebrows. I don't know. It's part of your face, right? Yeah, but eyebrows are different. Why? <laughs> take your time what i mean it's time to do the show everybody <laughs> all right it's time for the d question uh here it comes. i will say uh, i will say, i will say this one la- one last thing chris says imagine if eyebrows just kept growing i don't have to imagine mine do okay, okay he we does can. have magically growing eyebrows that let's, and let's that's what going. i was thinking of when i was trying to decide how i was going to respond to that because my mm-hmm. eyebrows like if i pluck an eyebrow i'm not going to see it for maybe eight years <laughs> it's yeah. just not coming back yeah my eyebrows eight will take over eight, my face eight might be a little long but all right let's get into all the right, d topic right, today right. we've waited long enough okay um this is about halloween costumes y'all so now that is a time that what i consider to be smarter people than myself will begin to actually craft their halloween costumes and think about their halloween costumes because we are right about a month away from when you get together with people and family and children and go you don't even have to beg for candy you just go get it it's like an (laughs) easter egg hunt Uh maybe in the days of old it was supposed to be more like involved But now you just walk in up to a stranger and they give you candy and it's a total normal thing. Anyway, I don't like Halloween. I've never really enjoyed Halloween. Um, But now that I have a child, it's sort of an expectation that we're going to do something. Mm -hmm. And now also is like every year there's going to be this asking Iris what she wants to be for Halloween. Guys, I'm not a I'm not a bad parent. I just don't. (laughs) It sounds like you're trying to convince yourself. I know I, you're not a bad parent. I've seen uh, you parent. You're amazing. Hey, thanks. I just like, 
I'm not looking forward to this every year. And it's just one time a year and it's just one thing and it's just one sacrifice and blah, blah, blah. But if I'm going to make my own car, co- if I'm going to make a costume, I'm going to be the one that has to do it in our household because my husband is like the creativity chart is like I'm off of it and he's not on it at all. So <laughs> we're very, you know, yeah. we're balanced as a pair, but individually we don't share like it's it's a lot. So, yeah. so if we're going to buy a costume, we have to have time to buy one. Do we do a trio thing? And Halloween costumes are fun. I think people always have such clever ideas that you just don't think about until the last minute when you paint your eye like it's black and you go as a black eyed pea or something, you know, like those little clever last minute ones, which are really yeah. delightful. But here we are with time. And I'm actually thinking about the amount of time I have to potentially craft something or think about it. So I thought I would go to you, Aaron, and our live audience just Ooh. to talk a little bit about Halloween costumes because we got time, peoples. It's like when you're shopping for Christmas now. Who are you? I, I mean, honestly, I think this is a record to, you know, bringing up the Halloween costume uh, topic six weeks before Halloween. I think I'm, you are breaking a record I'm here. But, and especially, you know, for Danae, as you're, you're thinking about this, um, what do you have? Any, I mean, I love the, the visual puns. You know, visual puns are always yeah. fun costumes. Like the black um, IP one. Right. Yeah. That kind of thing is always fun. But are you thinking of getting more creative? Like, are you thinking of being actual, like a family we have theme? Time. That's the thing is. Because it crossed my mind, now I feel like I have to actually follow this thought process through, which is when you think of it and you address it early, there, it, there you have a different outcome. And here I am. My instinct, honestly, is to just forget about it and go back to just panicking last minute because mm-hmm. that's I think, what I do. Yeah, I think you can but, follow that instinct. But if I do like think about it now, I could potentially come up with some really cool stuff because we are a trio. So we could go as like condiments, mm-hmm. like ketchup, mustard, and mayo, or ranch dressing. One of us could be ranch dressing, like the, the mm-hmm. things that we consume a lot. Like I, I could go as a tater tot, but see, this means I'm going to have to get a massive amount of foam and somehow tater tot myself. Yeah, there's there's a lot of different things you can do, but you know, um, they can they can come out pretty well sometimes. So let's go to the chat. Uh, we can go to the chat. I wanted to share this really fast since we were on the... Nope, that's not it. Bye-bye. Uh, go away. Whoa, we're looking at the family pictures, huh? Yeah, I just picked the wrong one. That's okay. Um, let's see. I wish it made it easier to pick the right one. I know. I usually have to move it over to like its own its own thing. Uh, I'll go to Nick who says, Good call, Danae. We just ordered our Halloween costume stuff this weekend. Good for you. <laughs> Uh, Lolly says, go as a serial killer, mini cereal boxes and plastic knives on the thrift store sweater. I'm a lazy costumer. See, that's the thing, uh, though. It's, it's not a problem yeah, with that. It works. It's fun. So, yeah, these these are the uh, Angry Bird costumes that my wife made my children uh, one year. And it's amazing. I will say uh, it was the only year we made high, uh, costumes <laughs> for the boys because it is a process to yeah. actually make them. So. My mom so, yeah. made our costumes and we would go as things like scarecrows. And one year she made my brother a bunny costume and like put his tail together. And she used, she took yarn and she just cut the yarn into these like strips or whatever. And mm-hmm. she tied the middle to make a little, make it go poof into like a little ball. And then she just, I don't know, sewed it onto this costume. And when my brother would go from door to door, he'd wiggle his little butt to show his little like bunny tail or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just there was these after that, it was just these trails of yarn from from like house to house <laughs> where he'd just shake it and it would start to fall nice. apart. And my I think it really bothered my mom that she didn't uh, sew it on well enough because she still talks about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Polly says, I need I still need to make them this year. Last time it was an airplane made from cardboard boxes. And before that, it was a robot. And it might be a car this year. Ooh, I'm sensing a theme. Cardboard boxes, too. If you have regular shipments that come, now is when you start to gather those boxes and then begin to craft and create what you want. So uh, Aker says, I get sick of my kids changing what they want to be every three days. That's also my concern. For some reason, my husband asked Iris, like, what she wanted to be. And she said, I want to be an owl, which was what she was last year. No, two years ago, because we didn't do Halloween last year. And she apparently remembers that. And and my husband, I think he wants to do the variety option. And so he says, oh, you are that already. And so she's like, oh, okay. 
And then he starts naming options for her. And I'm over here going, no, 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 no. <laughs> and so now we have a list of things that she's cycling through that she wants. So I nice. feel this very deeply. Uh, did you do this one from Acres? No. My worst Halloween memory, worst, just just let's make sure we, we emphasize that, is being 13 and my parents forcing us to paint ourselves green. We were the green Acres. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <gasps> Amazing. Oh, no. Um, Lolly says, my friend's lazy costume is to glue a, a plectrum. What's a plectrum to a shirt pocket? And, it, and he's a pickpocket. What's a plectrum? Uh, must be an English word for something. Oh, a pick, like a guitar pick. A plectrum. Yeah, I've never heard it called That's a plectrum so as well. so much better of a word than pick. Yeah. Um, Captain Rebel says, I so wish Halloween was a big thing over here. My front drive and garden would scare the crap out of people. I mean, if you want to go for... Uh, I want to know more about this garden <laughs> instantly. If you want to go for a scary costume and you have two people... Um, one person could go as the coronavirus and the other person could go as the vaccine and then you'll scare no matter which side of the political spectrum. <laughs> oh <they're my> God. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, <laughs> you yeah. need to go into the political You do that. Humor. You do that. Let us all <laughs> know like, how that goes. Hey, you're going to be scared of one of these two things. You're probably not scared of the other. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, JCD says salt, pepper, and paprika from Blue's Clues. So those are great ideas. And then what you do is you look to see if the costume exists, and then you decide if you're going to just make it yourself out of foam pieces. The, the thing about being a creative person, as myself, I, and I am one, is I can look at a costume and go, I can make it. Like when I when I uh, you showed me the picture of your family's costumes, mm -hmm. Aaron, I thought, yeah. oh, okay, okay, could I make that? And I think part of it maybe. Like the front pieces where it was like the big felt designs to make yeah. the uh, angry bird eyes. I, I can cut that stuff out and figure that out. Mm -hmm. I mean, I made my, my child her own uh, Chico Bonbon clay toy because there is no Chico Bonbon toy. I know how mm -hmm. to be creative. It's yeah, just the commitment of time. It and is. I get so bored and I get so overwhelmed sometimes. And I am not a completist. I am somebody who would, I'll get started. I have the energy. And then unless I've got someone to kind of like partner with me a little bit and come along the journey, I just fizzle out. So here's another thing to keep in mind. This isn't true across the board. You never want to make assumptions about everyone. But how many costumes that your parents fretted over or my parents fretted over or how many that you know we fretted over for my boys how many of us actually remember or care about those costumes if i were to ask my boys what are your feelings on the angry birds costumes i bet at least two out of three of them would be we did angry bird costumes yeah it's so for the parent it's for you so if you're stressing out, I think maybe we're doing it wrong, right? Like I mean, if yeah, but like the other thing is, so I, we've got, we've, there's there's two parents here and one is so Oh, that's the issue then. So, and one is like, Meh. and I'll let so, you decide who's who. Yeah, no, no, no. So you yeah, so, make a guess. so one of you is like, oh, we got to do costume. We got to do the stuff. We got, I love Halloween. I love all this stuff, but it's not the creative one. And so then the creative one's like, oh, so I guess I got to make this happen for you. Let's talk. <laughs> Can we have some therapy, everybody? No, um, I, I understand that situation. I think a lot of couples have been in that situation. Yeah. Chris, thank you so much for that. I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. That's the stress, right? Like the stress is that it's like, a, uh, you know, we have money saved up. We could just get a costume if we wanted to. I don't, maybe there's some websites I need to look into about just buying a used costume that's still in good shape is that ebay it's probably ebay uh captain rebel says whatever you do make it on top of one of those inflatable sumo wrestler costumes they're just too much fun so get the sumo <laughs> costume and, and then, then make a different costume <laughs> to wear on top of the that's like amazing a, <laughs> i love that idea you know like a little four and a half year old just basically would be a big blueberry it'd be the blueberry from willy wonka mm -hmm. right yeah yeah veruca salt is that who it is well done well done that is who it is Lolly, are you serious? Lolly says, I started crafting Christmas cards and gifts in August because I work slowly and lack focus. See, to me, that is focus because you are doing the long game and you're yeah. staying on task. To me, that's next level ability to focus. That's that's pretty impressive. I feel bad, genuinely bad for About anybody what? that's important to me in my life that is heavy on gifts as their love language. You should. I, 
I send you should feel real bad about that, zero Christmas cards. Zero cards in general. I don't get people stuff for my birthday present. (laughs) Your birthday's not for another couple months. So I'm talking about the last nine years of friendship. (laughs) (laughs) You a birthday present? I don't remember if I've ever gotten you a birthday present. I don't don't know. I'm being so facetious. I have have no idea. I just like it is everything I can do to like remember, okay, we gotta make sure we get the kids birthday presents and Christmas presents. Like that, like that is a fun thing to do for them and to, you know, show love in that way. And it's just not me. And likewise, I feel bad when somebody gets me something special and I'm like, oh, cool, thanks. Oh, sweet. <laughs> so. Thanks a lot, so, that yeah. means nothing to me. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna pull up this uh, picture for everybody to see that was tweeted to us from Polly. Oh, Polly says, I just tweeted the airplane in robot pic. Um, so Danae is looking up that one. Uh, while you're, Here oh, it she's is. got it up. Oh, That's very nice. That's so good. Look that at that airplane. Really that was really good. That is good. That's very Man. cool. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that, that air r- headwear. That's amazing. And this little robot arms. That's a trip to the tool store or something. What, what is the fairy doing? What I'm is, pretty sure she's like, I'm going to push this button and turn my sibling off. <laughs> is there an off button? Because I'm over this. I love this amazing. cat, this That's kitty amazing. cat fairy going on. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank good you for stuff. sharing. Uh, Nick says, my two favorites my mom made were a Beetlejuice costume and Two-Face from Batman. So That's fun. Uh, Jose says, my family theme, uh, family themes are super fun. My friend made a scarecrow costume and had her two baby twins dressed as crows. That's so cute. Yeah, super great. This is this is when you think of those things. This is when you think of the ideas and then you decide um, if you're going to either do it or ignore it. And I honestly don't know what I'm going to do. Can I tell you something else that happened? Guys, let's have a little therapy. <laughs> sure, sure. That's why we're here. So I know we're here to talk about my marriage problems. Oh, is that where we're going? <laughs> no. But now that I said it like that, the story is going to seem really messed up. <laughs> Dang it! You you did this to yourself today. No, um, we're in the car and he's talking about how he was talking to Iris about her Halloween um costume ideas. Okay, and like I said, she said owl, and he's like, ah, let's do something new, and he starts giving her ideas. Now I didn't know the giving her ideas part because he skips over that whole section of him kind of like guiding her, and he and this is what it sounds like. So she wanted to be an owl, but I said no. So she wants to be Elsa this year. And I'm like, instantly, red flags, instant. We don't watch, we don't watch this show. We don't, like, we haven't seen Frozen in so long. Right. If my kid was going to emulate something she watches all the time, she'd be an octonaut. Mm -hmm. Or she, you know, she would do something. Chico Bonbon. She'd do something from Chico Bonbon. Yeah, she'd be Rainbow Thunder. She'd do something like that. And so instantly I'm like, suspicious. (laughs) Yeah, where where did this Elsa thing come from? Yeah. and she said from the back seat, she's like, yeah, I'm going to be a princess. No! <laughs> oh, God, no. Where is this coming from? I've never once said the word princess to my child. Why? What is happening right now? Welcome All of to this, culture. Like, yeah. flooding of information is in my head. And I'm like, I failed my child. I didn't actually think like that. I'm just like, no. who is talking about Disney princesses to my child enough? That the first thing that she comes up with is that she wants to go from an adorable owl to a Disney princess. Now, listen, I'm not shaming princesses. If your child loves princesses, it's super, super cool. I am triggered. This is Danae's trauma immediately transferring over into like the child mm-hmm. realm. So I'm driving and I'm like, where did she come up with that? And Justin's just like, uh, <laughs> and I'm knitting and then bam, he, he was in the list. He was like, you can be Elsa. So he was the one that accidentally like. So he mentioned, but he must have specific, specifically mentioned a Disney princess. Like, yep, I think so. Yeah, man. But it, she it had just zero. Has such a hole. I I once asked her like, uh, we were at the store because you know you go to the store and there's items and it's just there's all these Disney princesses and everything. And she asked me the very public place and I think we were oh my god we were at the Disney store. <laughs> she goes, Mom, what's a Disney princess? <laughs> I was like. Oh, I love you so much <laughs> that you don't know the answer to this question. And I was just yeah. like, oh, it's a character. It's just a character. And so she has no concept of what it actually means. I think you know, she's just mm-hmm. regurgitating information. But anyhow, if she wants to be Elsa, she'll be Elsa. 
I'm not going to shame her. That's not, that's, that's my own stuff. But it was just sure. really, really funny too, that like, it just kind of, she's going to be whatever we want her to be pretty much, you know, cause she does. Yeah. We'll, we'll put a couple options in front of her. We're thinking about Owlette and Catboy and what was the other one? There's another, there's a third one. Um, so we'll see how this goes. I'll keep you updated. Thank you for your ideas and for your stories and That's for fun. understanding that I have trauma when it comes to Disney princesses. I appreciate that. <laughs> I think there is just an association with gender, gender stereotyping, um, the idea of what it means to be a woman, all that kind of stuff that is so wrought with uh, peril that I totally get it. I totally get it. Man, Nick has so, got yeah. this this family theme stuff on lock. Last year we were Scooby Doo Gang, Teen Titans, Star Wars. We were Toy Story, Wreck It Ralph, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. See, I love that. I uh, I wish for my husband's sake that I was different because I think it would be. But you so just said fun. you loved it. No, I love that for other people. Oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> I yeah, see because yeah, because yeah. I I I hear this and I'm like. Cool, you do you. I like there's no there's no desire for me to I know. I feel kinda like a party the, pooper. The effort to <laughs> to dress up in a theme uh with my family. I I get why it's fun to other people. Like yeah. I'm not I'm not ignorant of what makes it fun for most I would say most people. Most to most people that's probably really fun, um, you know, to play dress up in that way. So Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy chat. Wow. But I just don't have the I don't have the the gumption to do that, which is why if required, I will always do a visual pun that's very simple and takes little effort. So always. Okay. Always. The quote from JCD for this episode is Danae says, I love it, just not when it's me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's okay. That works. That works. Uh ready to move on to the A topic? Uh yeah, let's do this. What's your best car trouble story? Um, we had a flat on a vehicle this morning when my wife went to go to work this morning. One of the, the, uh, tires was flat. We found out that that car has a full size spare, which is kind of nice. Um, but it's not aired up. And there was this like machine in the car that had never, you know, been used or opened or anything that was like one of those little, uh, electric machines that you you know, plug into your lighter and then, it, you know, compressed air goes into your tire and you pump up your tire, right? Very cool. I love those those things. I'm glad. I didn't know we had one. Now I know we have one. That's really cool. The more you know. But it had some sort of thing that attached to it that came in a separate container. And like when you looked at the instructions, it was like, well, does this go on here? And it was just like this thing. And so I was like, well, I think it's supposed to connect through this thing and then into the tire because that's what the pictures look like. And so I get this thing and it is just like, it is corroded. It has been in there forever. Like it's weird. So I plug the little air hose into that thing. And then I plug that thing into the tire and I turn it on and the thing starts making this noise, some sort of death rattle kind of like, you know, yeah 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 you got it you got it yeah I'm, I'm adding i'm helping and i'm like oh no not a fan of this something's going wrong i don't want to ruin this tire there's a separate picture that just shows where you can plug the thing right into the tire and i'm just okay. like i don't know what this middle piece is doing so i'm just going to plug right into the tire. so i take this uh this thing off the tire and like ooze like white gross ooze just starts like pouring out of it <laughs> just like was it filling the tire with foam i think so i think it's like a leak fixer like yeah. so like so it's for like if you need to fix a leak you put that in between but if you just need to air up the tires you know you just do that or whatever like a little button that you didn't push and so like the the, the goo came out instead of just the air came out no, I no, 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 there was no oh. like bypass. You just had to take it off and then just go oh, straight okay, to okay, the tire. Okay. 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 So I don't know. I was just freaked out there for a second. Um, but anyways, managed to get it aired up and, and I think she's on her way to work, but it just got me thinking of like how little I know about cars in repair and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, tire changing stories, car trouble stories. There's always a good one uh, in there somewhere. I have, you know, several others, obviously, uh, in my many years. Um, oh my gosh when when cars have gone wrong when so, cars yeah. go wrong for mm -hmm. real uh here's one from acres i bought a used car from a friend drove it to work the next day and was fine drove it home and it literally 
burst into flames. No! It turns out there was a recall that was never addressed, and the VW dealership sent me a check for the full amount I paid a private seller to avoid a lawsuit, I guess. Whoa! Yeah. Look yeah, the other sent, way, sir. Look they should have the sent other you way. more than that. They should have sent you more than just your money back, what you paid. They should have They should have really <laughs> written you a check. Aaron's seeing dollar bills. Just no, I'm just saying you bought, a, you bought a car and it was, uh, yeah, it was faulty. Um, um, uh, JCD says the best car trouble story is not of my concern anymore as I traded my car that was losing oil somewhere in for my new one. Oh, nice. That's good job. That's how you do it. Nick says, the beach catastrophe. We were going to the beach and got stuck in a flash flood on a freeway. Had to drive through water, totaled the car, spent two di- two days in a pet boy slash target slash hotel in Philly. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, you don't wanna you don't wanna drive through a flood. The beach ever, catastrophe. Yeah. Um Lolly says my old car overheated, the temp didn't read, so I had no idea until the radiator exploded while driving. The whole car covered in the contents of the radiator, smoke and steam everywhere. I will say though, that's the day I learned how many people in my town will stop and help a person. The number number of people going out of their way to help was lovely. I'm glad that that story turned out well because I was afraid. I was like, I, I learned that nobody in my town cares <laughs> as everyone just drove by. When emergencies happen, that really is a time when you get to see, hopefully, the good parts of humanity. You get I, to it see, is. It, it that's really the is. Hope. It doesn't always happen and it can be very disappointing. But it usually does. Yeah. It usually does. And that's that's really encouraging to me because I know there's the other side of that is through social media and through whatever where we see the negative side of people and, um, yeah, so it's it's nice to see the positive side of, of what it means to be human and help each other out. I was just said there was a summer where my mom would always leave her lights on accidentally. So at least once a week, we were asking strangers to give us a jump. And of course, that was the same summer my dad's air conditioner didn't work in his car. And we live in Texas. Nice. Uh, nice. No, not nice. Not nice at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Gosh, I have so many stories that pop into my mind, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me think of one while you read this one. Polly says, car trouble I could talk about all day. My Datsun with its blown engine then replaced the engine and they forgot the ground wire and it fried the throttle cable as an insufficient ground. I understood the part where you said car trouble I could talk about all day. The rest of it. <laughs> Bad stuff happened. I get it. Bad stuff happened. Yeah, for sure. Um, I once had a, a, a lemon. I bought a Kia Sophia, I think they were called. It was one of the very first cars that ever came out with the company Kia. And it was recalled, I'm not exaggerating, every few months for just issues that it had. And I'm, you know, it's because it was one of the first vehicles that the company put out. <clears throat> and I kept asking the dealership, like, well, when does this become a lemon? Let me tell you the first time I should have known something was wrong and I should have done something different with this car. I was driving it off the lot to take it across the street where they clean it up, put gas in it, and you drive home with the car. I just signed the paperwork on it. This was a five-speed, my first time to get, you know, a, a five-speed vehicle. And the dealer was ahead of me pulling out of the dealership, and he was in a big truck. And he pulls out enough to where, like, somebody coming on the sidewalk couldn't get through. And since he didn't see me, he thought, oh, I'll just back up and let this person pass. So here's me having never really worked at reverse before in a standard mm-hmm. or yeah. is it a standard? Yeah, standard. And so I'm like frantically, I see this big truck coming at me. I'm like, <laughs> and I remember to lay on my horn at the last second as panic and then he just hits the car. This was my first indication that I should have just given it back and gone with a different vehicle. It was a sign from God and I just missed it. Mm-hmm. Ignored it. So that car had trouble for the rest of its time with me. Um, there was another day where I was in a parking lot uh, with the car and I did not remember, I'm blaming myself for this, fully Danae's fault, that when I got back to, okay, it was an old parking lot and there were just random, they're, they're not called bumpers, but the, the, the little um, concrete separators that kind of go at the front of the car so that like in some places that you don't like pull through like a little concrete thing right the very front of the car on the ground and i just but the but the the lot was really old and so not all of the spaces had that concrete separator 
So I didn't have the visual cue walking to the car that I had parked directly in front of one of these concrete things. So I drove right over it forward. I was like, I'm pulling out and I just go forward. So my front tires go and then now I'm on it. <laughs> and my little, I don't think, oh, I should stop. I think just keep going <laughs> as you do. And so I just go and just scrape it all on the underside of the car. And then get on the other side. I just kind of look around to see if anybody notices. <laughs> like I said, abandoned like it was just a sketchy place no one sees i think i left part of the car in that lot that day and my air conditioner never worked properly after that mom if you're listening there's the true story about what happened (laughs) (sighs) Uh, but Uh, i've had so many just so many random things happen with cars that were not my fault that one everything wrong with the kia except for the fact that it was a lemon it was all me it was just me learning how to drive and being dumb and I guess I didn't need that paint anymore. Just stories like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, Evan says, my son had his catalytic converter stolen off of his Prius recently. Ooh, that's that not sucked. cool. And I don't know what a catalytic converter does enough to know if that sucked is a pun. But if, <laughs> <laughs> if it is, then well done. It's the exhaust emission control device. It converts toxic gases and pollutants in an exhaust gas from an internal combustion engine into less toxic pollutants by catalyzing a redox reaction. Uh, I just want to say my dad's in the chat says, my knowledge of automotive amounts to if I turn the key and it doesn't work, it's broke. Uh, You come by your lack of auto mechanics naturally. Uh, Yes, this is true. This Mm -hmm. is true. Got to call somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Polly Polly says old Kias are bad. Thank you. That's exactly the one that I was going for. Thank you, Polly. It was horrible. I will never buy a Kia ever again. Ever, 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 ever. Old Kias are bad. New Kias rival Toyota, uh, which is one of the most dependable cars. So so my question is, so my question, Polly, (laughs) is you seem to know about this. We have a Kia. Uh, So my question is, where's that line? (laughs) When does it turn into a Toyota? Did they start being good just so I know if I have a bad car or a good one? Um, So... That would be, yeah. I would love to know that. I would love to, for sure. Uh, uh, this one, or the time my Camaro blew the engine because oil pump drive had seized and left a snail trail of coolant and oil on the highway. Mm. You do have so many stories, Polly. My gosh. Yeah, yeah. My gosh. Yeah, we're on the hunt again for another car. Uh, so, yeah, we had one blow a, an engine. I think I talked about, I'm not sure if I talked about that on here or not, but one of my sons uh, didn't put oil in it. And cars need oil. Just like and... humans need coffee. <laughs> nope. Nope. I've never blown There's an water engine. water in coffee. <laughs> oh. So humans need water mm-hmm. is what you meant. That's what I meant to say. Go well, ahead. let's head on to the you questions let's today. Let's do it. Uh, this is where you guys will ask us anything. Doesn't mean we'll answer anything, but we will get to as many as we possibly can, starting with JCD, who asks, you question that seems oddly fitting. Have you ever had moments... When you realized you should just cut your losses, when you, and when did you decide that is the best option? Yeah, uh, First relationships. Thing that... <laughs> what, what, oh, what? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> you're not you're not wrong. You're not wrong. There there are those moments. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. This I don't know if this applies fully, but uh, uh, what immediately comes to mind is our uh, home we left in Michigan. So we moved from Michigan to Missouri at the right at the beginning of the height of the housing crisis. Uh, So when we were trying to sell our house in Michigan was right when you couldn't really like homes were just diving in in value. I don't know if you remember this was like 11 years ago, 12 years ago. So in our tiny little home, which was 900 square feet, uh, included two tiny bedrooms, a tiny bathroom, a tiny kitchen, and a tiny living room, uh, in which tiny. we lived in which we lived with four children and a dog. Uh, his a little uh, dachshund. <laughs> we had purchased, we had bought, or started to buy, you know, from the bank uh, for sixty thousand dollars. So tiny little house, tiny little amount seemed like it was you know worth it. We could not sell it for anything more than $20,000. Well, we don't have $40,000 as a, you know, uh, a couple to lose, to lose those kind of things. But we had enough to keep trying to make the payments on that house on a house that is completely underwater. 
And we would talk to the bank. We would say, hey, can we work something out, some sort of short sale? You know, can we do something with you, blah, blah, blah. Here's the broken part of the system. They would not have a conversation with us until we started missing payments. So in other words, they aren't willing to negotiate in fairness unless they're like, oh, you're not going to give us money. Because as long as you're giving us money, go ahead and give us money for what your home isn't worth. I don't remember if you remember this, you know, four to five year span of time where the housing market was just destroyed like that. And so eventually we had to come to the very difficult decision, uh, ethical decision of do we stop making payments on a house so that we can have a conversation about cutting our losses and just, you know, and, and again, there's this whole other thing when, when we left and this was, you know, on us but we uh, apparently didn't shut off the water. And so the pipes froze and the basement flooded and we had to replace a water heater that was, you know, 10 grand, all this kind of stuff. And eventually we had to just walk away from the bank and say, hey, if you're not willing to work with us, we're done. And we're certainly not the only people that did that. We paid for that house for a good two to three years after we left there um, when, you know, many people who knew the system were saying, stop this. And just, I couldn't, you know, click with it ethically to stop paying money that I technically owed. Um, and so uh, that was a really hard one. That was a really hard situation in our life. And eventually we stopped paying. The bank was like, hey, let's do a short sale. Oh, you think? Um, and so eventually we were able to do a short sale on the house, which dinged our credit a little bit, but um, we've been able to recover from Yeah, I remember from you going for, through that. I oh, had, it was the worst. I it mean, was the worst. I literally had the same thing happening uh, at the same time with it being like a, a, the housing market. I mean, mm -hmm. I owned a house and... I couldn't afford Most it. Most people were going through that. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yep. And I, I had the ability to do a short sale, but see, I didn't have that moral thing going on. <laughs> I was just I'm like, sorry. I haven't paid for my house for, for months now because I can't. And, yeah. uh, and so I was able to like, just get out of that situation. Thankfully. <laughs> and there's, and there's, there's no, that is not, if I had money to pay it, I like, I, I understand the moral obligation, like, or at least. I've said I was going to do There's this. There's no judgment on anybody making tough decisions during traumatic events. I totally, I totally understand. I just, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was a rough one for me because the system was so broken. We both, both the bank and us knew that this house was worth now probably ten, eleven thousand dollars $11,000. That's probably what you could sell it for. Um, and it's just, the system was broken. They couldn't negotiate with us until we, you know, drew a line in the sand and walked away. So we did. Mine are going to be probably more relationship uh, because that was a big struggle that I would have is like, when do you cut your quote unquote losses? When do you, mm -hmm. when do you realize that the amount of energy or attempt that, you know, to, to, to make this relationship into what your ideal situation would be is just wasted energy because it feels like you're giving up on a person. And I was raised watching my family just, pour out to people and not give mm -hmm. up on people. And so I kind of thought that's what you were supposed to do. Plus you add in the, you know, uh, media's version of relationships where, you know, you're looking for the one that's perfect and um, all that stuff. And so just the struggle with understanding when you under, when, when it's first of all, like commitment when you're 18 is not, is not an easy thing to perceive and you're not obligated to stay with someone just because you said you were going to. And like being able to have awkward conversations and say, I'm just not liking this. And that's a good enough reason. It took me a long time to get there. So it would take me a lot of time and energy to decide to quote unquote, cut my losses. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a lot of self-sacrificing, a lot of just, yeah, I can endure this because it means that I'm being a good person and, and staying committed, um, you know, things like that. So I endured a lot of things I didn't need to and shouldn't have. And I'm sure they did too, because I don't know if you guys can tell, I am a pain in the butt. Uh, so, <laughs> um, but mine were usually, unfortunately, when I was younger, uh, the, the, the re revelation, like when I realized that I should cut my losses, they were kind of more dangerous circumstances. Um, but that's how you realize your boundaries and your guardrails. And that's when you're like, oh, I don't want to mm -hmm. go quote unquote this far anymore. So you know, just being treated poorly or things like that, the things that you would kind of expect from the, a person who was a serial dater, some might call me at one point in mm -hmm. time where I just never took a break. I just was relationship to relationship for a long time. 
Um, and yeah, you just kind of realize over time where your boundaries are. Now, now it's a different story. Now, cutting my losses with people, it takes a great deal, uh, specifically in the friendship department. It takes a lot for me to just decide that I'm not going to be a friend to someone. Um, but then there's different variations of friendships. I have people that are like ride or die, like they text me, I will show up at your door and whatever's going on, I got you. Like that's a very small group of people, like not even five, just mm -hmm. I'll show up and I'll do yeah, stuff. Uh, then, then there's the next circle, you know, that I would show up if you gave me notice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're moving? Okay. Oh, it's in a few weeks. Great. Yep. I can make that work. You know, mm -hmm. uh, things yeah. like that. There's just different levels there. Um, it takes a lot to boot me out to like get me to kind of like put down some boundaries and quote unquote cut a loss uh, because losing people and losing, uh, you know, it, it can feel like a loss for me because I just like people. Uh, but I've learned as time has gone on, it's really valuable to have a select group of things that are kind of feeding into you uh, that really truly understand who you are as a person. So I hope that's a, a good uh, answer to your question. Thank you for asking it. Before um, we get to uh, the next one, uh, Polly's. Nope, Polly's nope, nope. Oh, okay. I want you to read this one, Aaron. Sure. Akers says, are we going to just ignore the totally amazing shirt Danae is wearing? Uh, no, we are not. That is a Bowie shirt. <sighs> <laughs> uh for those it's in the, the podcast of knowing Danae what just this made world her shirt is dance. about <laughs> watching some good friends screaming uh i wanted to say before we got to the next uh you question polly <laughs> responded said i'd say the kia line is about 2015 and newer are fantastic well good news our key is 2012 <laughs> perfect. So, perfect perfect so thank you right thank on you time for that. right on time <laughs> Uh, next you question. Uh, I think I saw one somewhere. Yeah. I have to get back down to the bottom. Jose said, you question, what is something from another country, food, music, movie, etc., that you like to introduce to people? For me, it's Static and Ben L, an, Israel, an Israeli dance pop duo. They've got mm. fun songs in both Hebrew and English. That's something okay. amazing. Okay. Well, let's go look at that. No, today, answer the question. Then oh, you can no. go look at that. That is... No, that is how you question. No, Jose no, no. is asking you for uh, you know some example of a food no. music movie. No. I am already watching their music video on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't introduce uh, something to Danae without her immediately checking it out. So yeah, that's just kind of how that works. Alrighty, let's go ahead and listen to a little bit of this. This is dangerous. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Also because we can't hear it. So oh, why not? Um. Because you're listening to, oh, you're sharing it. Got it. I'm already into it. I'm already into it. I only <laughs> need to hear that. I'm already into it. <laughs> nice. Um, you have one, Aaron. So, so I am a very, uh, I feel like I'm very not cultural. Like I am from the Midwest. So if I was going to introduce people to something that's from like another country, I just, I don't know. Oh, oh, oh like uh, Newton Faulkner. If it's music, I'm super into Newton Faulkner right now, and he's sure. in the UK, so that could probably count. Um, just if we're jumping off music, food-wise, I am a boring person that just eats things that HelloFresh sends me. Right now, I'm into HelloFresh, and I am trying mm -hmm. like new things and new flavors, but I don't know that it would be a country-specific thing. So I will just have to bounce off of what you said with music, and I'll go Newton, but that even doesn't seem that doesn't seem very exciting because kind of is like a little bland step. He's just from the UK. It's like see, that's that's what I'm dealing with too because there there's an element of I could I could throw out you know UK TV shows that I like, um, UK movies that I like, but the UK jump just isn't it doesn't seem like enough. So I'm racking no, my no, brain for like but it's you know, not part of like our everyday life, and also we don't like our cuisine that we have here we're both we both just like cook at home uh, essentially so unfortunately we're boring we will go to you to help us think of more exciting things that's what i'm gonna say you know i wish I, my, my dad would have some things because he's traveled a lot and he's tried a lot of food or like my friend jen rideout she would have all kinds of things that she would be mentioning right now or maybe my sister who's in norway hmm I need to get yeah. some more people in the chat and just text him and tell him like, Hey, get here and tell us interesting things to talk about other than like 
my family ate goulash when I was growing up. Is that interesting? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of goulash? <laughs> the, the part of the question that's also difficult for me is like that I love to introduce people to or like to introduce uh, to people. And, you know, so I think of like a movie like Roma, which I love, which is, uh, you know, about Mexico um, completely. And it's a Mexican film. And uh, but it's not like something I'm dying to introduce people to. So it's, you know, because it's just not going to be everybody's cup of tea. But yeah. Polly asks, um, when do you stop fixing a car and get a new one? For me, it's hard because I can fix them on my own. Then just fix them. I mean, I my opinion about cars has changed a lot over the years, uh, watching the Dicers do how they do. And and I was, my mom and dad, um, they did the trade-in thing a lot. Mm. So I always, I, I like new car. I My brother and I would jump into the next car and like our job was to find all the secret cubbies. And so I just love new cars because it's like a new Sure. It's like a little new miniature house you get to drive around. You yeah. Know? It's like, it's like, oh, this is fun. Not realizing, of course, that it's a major part of your monthly budget because um, I just thought that's what you do. So sticking to one vehicle, the first time I ever did that was with the Kia. So uh, not the Kia. Oh, my gosh. That's my parent. That's my mom's car was the Toyota Yaris that I had. We bought it during the at the end of the ho housing crash or was that the beginning there was a there was a there was a little bit of a crash in in just the market in general and nobody was buying cars and so the car people were just essentially the commercials on TV were walk onto the lot and be breathing and we will give you a car for a dollar like come here please and it that was right just, at the beginning of the it was 2009 yes uh, yes so yeah and just as things were kind of starting to shift away from this the desperation I I remember the radio commercials it was like get your car here somehow it doesn't even have to be running and you can leave with a new car. They they were desperate for someone to come onto the lot. Mm -hmm. And the the tone of the commercials had just shifted and Toyota was having a deal for 0% down, zero interest. Uh you can just pay every month for the life of the car. Just come get a car and we'll sell it for you. We don't even care if we make extra on it. And so we just went i drove off with a new car and 10 years later was when i got my next car it was the hardest thing ever but we kind of thought if we can fix it for a thousand dollars but we could sell it for four thousand dollars then we'll just fix it for a thousand like it kind of was just like a when when repairing the car becomes more expensive than the value of the car then we'll look at a new car and that was kind of our gauge and it worked really really well for us i don't know if it's because we had a good deal or whatever the case may be um, but that's kind of our opinion now. And then we just bought our next used car and we hope to have it for another six to 10 years if we can. And, uh, we'll just keep buying kind of a nice used vehicle. And I'm sad yeah. about that. To be honest with you, I want to, I want to just go get a fancy car that has all the things that I ever wanted to have. And it, it, it'd be easy $35,000. I just, now that I'm older, I just can't justify it. And I, I wish I could, but I can't. I just, I don't think well, I'm going to be that person just, ever. I mean, that stuff is fun for, you know, a few months. Uh, and then it's just your car. Um, so, you know, I think the the value is supposed to be but the But all the little cubbies, Aaron. <laughs> you just push a button and something just pops out of nowhere. It's amazing. I, listen, I, I, I get it. I totally understand. Uh, we take a risk doing it the way we, we do it. And that, ha that risk, um, you know, of course we take an extra risk with, you know, not taking care of the car, the people <laughs> that own them sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, but, mm -hmm. uh, but we recently had it backfire on us. Uh, we, we bought a lemon accidentally and, uh, and so we had to kind of cut our losses on that. And, but you know what, here's the thing. When you do it this way, we were out $900, which is a chunk of change. I know. But it's not thirty-five thousand dollars, right? Like there's there's this and the money we've gained. Like my wife uh, bought her car two and a half years ago. Has needed no repairs, nothing. Drives from point A to point B fine, and you know has basically if you divide that over the course of the two and a half years she's used it, it's cost less than a hundred bucks a month. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's it's amazing. So um, so yeah, it's more like fifty bucks a month. Um, so if you can go buy a car for fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars and it'll get you point from point A to point B for a year, you're already doing well, in my opinion. So um, it is, I think, one of the key ways to stay out of debt and save money. Yeah. There so fix them, fix them, fix them, fix them, fix them, fix them, make them keep going. Favorite Bowie song? Question from Molly. 
And why is it Life on Mars? Holy <laughs> moly, that song is amazing. If you've never heard Life on Mars, I highly recommend you listen to it. I got chills just thinking about it. My favorite Bowie song is Under Pressure because the first time I heard it, I wept. And it was like one of those just powerful experiences. Um, and I love Freddie Mercury as well. And so the two of them together was euphoric literally sitting just going i cannot believe what i am hearing right now these two voices together and the lyrics of that song is it's just such a powerful song so mine is under pressure for uh, sure but i love a lot of them like a lot i love bowie there's there's only one people go to people go to stores and they'll get like music shirts or band shirts you're like you'll see blondie or kiss or you know the beatles or whatever I don't have a rock relationship strong enough to feel like I deserve to wear band shirts. It's just like mm -hmm. a weird thing in mind. Like I refuse to buy yeah. band shirts because they look cool because yeah, wearing a Kiss shirt would look cool, but I don't listen to Kiss. So I feel like I would just be lying about it and people would know, they'd find out, they'd be like, oh, yeah. cool, you have a Kiss fan? And I'd be like, yeah. <laughs> but Bowie though, I will I will wear Bowie. This is the first band shirt. Uh, that I was like, I'm, I should, I'm justified buying this. Uh, no, that's not true. Yeah. I bought a Mute Math shirt at a Mute Math concert. Mute Math is great. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm partial uh, to Moon Age Daydream, um, which is a great track. Uh, same album as Rock and Roll Suicide. Those are You're both. such a liar. What? I like that album, The Rise and Fall of uh, Ziggy Stardust. You don't like, you, is that one of your favorite I Bowie just albums? don't know that I believe you. That's. I mean, I could go with Rebel Rebel, uh, the Diamond Dogs album. Okay, okay. It's, that's a decent song, right? Yeah. Uh, right? Why are you asking me? If you know Bowie, why are you asking? <laughs> because you're the Bowie expert. I'm just saying that's the one I like, but I, maybe expert, I'm liking the wrong expert. songs. No, no, so. no. How can you like a wrong song? I'm just testing Life on you Mars? To what? I mean, like, what God, do I have Life to... Life on which... Mars is so good. Have you ever heard Life on Mars? <laughs> hey, after the show... one of my show, favorite Bowie songs. After the show, you and I are listening to this song together. No, 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 no. I have a meeting in five minutes. Mm-hmm that I have to get to. After that, we're going to listen to Bowie together. <laughs> Sounds like fun. I would it enjoy that. It will be fun. Well, if you've got a meeting in five minutes, uh, we should probably get going unless you want to pick one more. Totally Super to fast question from Nick. What are you more excited for on Disney Plus, Hawkeye or Miss Marvel and why? Uh, I heard Hawkeye was going to be a Christmas story. That kind of is interesting to me. So uh, I'm going to go with Hawkeye. Also, I think it's first and I'm always more excited about whatever's coming next. So. I don't care, but that's not a surprise. Um, guys, thank you so much for uh, for coming to hang out with us. We go live every Monday at 9 a.m. Central, um, and we say Mondays and Sundays, which is why you should subscribe wherever you're watching. Just make sure you click whatever notifications so that you know when we go live, but certainly every Monday at 9 a.m. Central. Huge shout out to our Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash studio dna yeah which is aaron and i's a uh, passion project for just creating content and helping other people create their podcasts and so you can find out more at patreon.com studio dna where we have silly little goals like if our passion project gets more support then uh we will do silly things like play dungeons and dragons together so, uh, so that's our next goal is when we get to 41 supporters that danae will make aaron play dnd there I'm still I still have concerns about that, but that might be part of the fun of you getting us to that goal. Mm -hmm. So patreon.com slash studio DNA and a massive thank you and shout out to all of my Twitch supporters on Twitch. Uh I genuinely appreciate you. I had some people uh resubbing um <sighs> with a comment. I'm just waiting for everyone wondering what's different about Aaron. Did he lose weight? Did he shave? What is happening? Thank you for that comment. <laughs> on your resub and i will send you guys to a raid today so hang out for just a second and i will make sure that you get someplace fun in fact um one of my favorite uh role players is on right now and so we're gonna go right into peppo who currently has 289 people watching him play a criminal named jack kettleman on the wild rp server so um we will see you guys next monday and thanks podcast listeners as always, for all your support for Trisado. Bye. See you on the next Monday or someday. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to listen to us shoe another dough. If you'd like to watch the show live, we stream it on Mondays and Sundays at 9 a.m. Central on all major streaming platforms. 
subscribe, follow, join the conversation on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or maybe you can also be a member of Team DNA. Members get their own custom podcast feed that will include not only the Monday show, but all bonus shows we do through the rest of the week. Membership is five bucks a month, and you can join today at patreon.com slash studio DNA. Finally, thank you so much for being a part of this fun little community of awesomeness. Remember, your quirks aren't bugs, they're features. Find them, celebrate them, and know you're loved and valuable for just being you. See you next time. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.